of your redemption Coming through the pines You told me you were a dream Well that was a lie Well follow me to darkness Into the wild and grow. Free your inhibitions, it won't break you anymore. I think that song is a lovely song for the subject we're talking about this week and the song is called Grow and we're talking about seasonal change and how it can affect us. How many of us out there are now preparing for the summer season? Maybe not practically but certainly in our minds we're already thinking of where am I going on holidays? We see the leaves have finally started to grow again on the trees and the bushes. The grass cutter has been given an outing in the garden, or the motor mower, or the fly mow. Our plants have started to sprout again, and the days are getting longer since we changed the clocks. So there's going to be a longer period of light every day. And of course our moods have got a little bit lighter, because of all that we see, and we look forward to the warmer temperature and the brighter evenings. The sun is shining at the moment, how many of you are feeling down? How many of you are asking, is this our summer? Oh my God, 
Why is this? Would you believe me if I told you that there's actually a name on this? And it's called Seasonal Affective Disorder. Because <laughs> there seems to be a name on everything these days for whatever ails us. Either a disorder or a syndrome. Putting that aside, this disorder is also known in its shorter form as SAD. SAD. And it's very apt as it was named after the season of autumn. Going into winter, that is. With the dark season, the shorter nights, with the shorter hours of light and associated with death and sadness. However, it has come to be associated with any seasonal change now because of the commonalities of the signs, regardless of what the season is. Now, some of these signs would include we might feel depressed almost for the whole day, every day. We might feel lousy and useless, helpless or even hopeless. We may experience low energy levels and even fatigue or anxiety. There's also the possibility of increased episodes of a little bit of violent behaviour. Actually, not that little. We might even sleep too much or way too little. We might put on a bit of weight due to overeating. We might even be snappier when dealing with others because of our concentration has lessened. And we might even withdraw from socialising or family events. How many are you already doing that since last autumn? And now you're starting to think, oh, I must go and visit so-and-so, I must go and do this, I must go and do that, and you feel a little bit better. Now, these are just a few. I'm sure you'll probably think of a few more. So, what causes this SAD? Well, obviously, the changes in the seasons, where the melatonin and the serotonin, which is the natural substances in the brain that play a role in your sleep timing and your mood, have been disturbed. In a way, I suppose you could also call it a form of depression. And this is normally seen primarily around autumn and winter. But it can also actually be seen throughout the yearly season changes. We don't have to be prone to depression or low moods for our mood to be changed by the energy or the atmosphere around us. Do you know that in any given year... There is about 10% of the population that experience seasonal depression. And most of those who experience it are women between the ages of 20 and 30. That says an awful lot, doesn't it? So, what can we do about it? To start with, I suppose, in order to prevent it even occurring, one would have to start using some form of stress management techniques. Safely. Maybe change the date of your holiday. Instead of having it during the summer, think about having it in a place where there's sun around October. You might even try exercising more regularly and learning a proper sleep pattern with healthy cycles of waking up and going to bed. Not just going to bed when you, you think you're tired. And of course, my favourite one, limit the amount of sugar that you take in. More after this. I'm in a Happy holiday, no matter the way. 
holiday feet. I'm in a holiday mood and the feeling's brand new because this holiday I get to spend it with you. Let's take this holiday mood to take a holiday chance. Let's turn this holiday mood into a holiday romance. I love this holiday mood, please say you do too, because this holiday I get to spend it all with you. recently about is how they use a light box or a light table. So what is a light box or a light table I hear you ask? Well okay let me try and explain this to you. Do you remember when we used to take the old x-rays and the beyond the black film and they put it up against a light box? Well it's basically it's that box and a light table is having loads of light underneath the table. You know, like a glass a glass table, a frosted glass table with lights underneath. Artists use it quite a lot um, as a workspace um, for tracing images or patterns from one surface to another. It works really well to offer some relief for the seasonal affective disorder. The boxes are designed specifically to deliver bright light to your optic sight, to mimic outdoor light. Now, it is said to change chemicals in the brain that help lift our mood and ease the symptoms of depression, especially during autumn to winter. But it works throughout any season. Do you have to buy one? No, you can actually make one yourself. But you can if you want to. You can get them on Amazon. They have a good assortment. Or you can make your own. And here's the thing. All you do is you get an old shoe box or any sort of a cardboard box cut out a window on each side including the lid of the box as big as you can make them in a rectangular shape then using tracing paper or baking paper to cover up these cut out windows now preferably white if you can get it but ordinary baking paper will do the same job now put a light source within the box not a candle as it's not strong enough because the light that must be provided must have an exposure of 10,000 lux of light However, there has to be little or no UV light. And then you use this for a maximum of 20 to 25 minutes per day. When you are using it, ensure that it's about 24 inches from your face, but do not look directly into the light. Now, in all honesty, it's easier just to go and buy one. But it's very important that you don't look into the light because it is very strong. I would say to use it as quickly as you wake up for about 20 minutes. Have it on the side of your bed and turn it on when you wake up. You won't need it as much during the summer months, but it really, really helps during the winter months. Now, something to remember here is that light box therapy is not regulated by any administration. 
So you take this treatment entirely on yourself. If you are going to buy a box specifically for SAD, then remember some guidelines that it is made specifically for SAD. If it isn't, then it may not be of any help whatsoever and it'll just piss you off. The brighter the light that's coming from the box, the less time you will spend in the usage. So if you're talking about 10,000 lux of light with no UV light, it's 20 minutes. Be careful when you're buying a box because there are light boxes that are used for skin disorders. And be careful here because they have UV light, which can damage your eyes. And it might be a good idea to talk to your doctor about it. One of the main things to do is to be aware of how you are at the change of the seasons. Watch how you are and take note of any changes you see within yourself. Now, remember that depression is very different for each person. From a simple sadness or grief, which is a normal emotion response to the loss of a loved one or a loved object. So be vigilant around the type of love feeling that you have and how long it's lasting. Now, as we move from spring to summer, please keep a check on those around you. And if you notice any long-lasting low mood, then try mentioning it or questioning it at least. Use the ABC. Always be curious. It may be that the person may not notice this in themselves. But the bigger question is this. Is it better to say something even if you are wrong? Or is it better not to say anything and let that person wallow into themselves and possibly take it a step further and end their own life or at least go down the slippery slope to depression? If you choose not to say anything but that you have taken notice of a change in the person then why would you not ask if they're okay? Are you afraid that they might not like you anymore or think how dare you interfere with my life blah 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 or whatever? Personally, I prefer to look like I care, even if they don't like me. And do I look like I would care if they isolated me or didn't want to be my friend anymore? And if it's a family member, they might stop talking to me. That's their choice. But I have to be a caring person. Otherwise, why the hell am I here on this planet? Because I'm not here for myself, but I should benefit. So, what do I mean by all this? Keep an eye on how you feel at the changes of every season. Keep a check on what you feel. Do things to help yourself. Keep an eye on those around you. See if there's a change in them. And no matter what you do, use the ABC. Always be curious. Stay well, my friends. Stay safe. Namaste. Watching everyone walk by me, noses to the glass No one takes the time to say hello When the day is over and all the lights go out I bathe in shadows from the flickering of the moon Sometimes I wonder what it would be Sometimes I wonder what it would be like If I used these tasks to break free Ooh. Through the glass I can almost 